ప్రేమ స్వరూపులారు ఎంబాడిమెంట్స్ ఆఫ్ లవ్ శాంతిని లోపల ఉన్నది కానీ బయట లేదు పీస్ ఇస్ విత్ ఇన్ నాట్ అవుట్ సైడ్ అవుట్ సైడ్ నో పీస్ ఓన్లీ పీసెస్ డియర్ లిసనర్స్ సైరామ్ ఐ యామ్ గ్రీటింగ్స్ ఫ్రమ్ ప్రశాంతి నిలయం వెల్కమ్ టు అవర్ రేడియో ప్రోగ్రామ్ అవుట్ సైడ్ ఇన్ సైడ్ డీప్ ఇన్ సైడ్ దిస్ ఇస్ ఎ సెగ్మెంట్ ఆఫ్ రేడియో సైజ్ థర్స్డే లైవ్ హోస్టెడ్ బై బిషు పృష్టి and today's episode was first broadcast on 13th june 2019 have a listen please saram dear listeners and welcome once again to outside inside deep inside saram from prashantinilam view come back from the beautiful golden jubilee celebrations of the brindavan campus of sri satyasai institute of higher learning which happened just a few days ago the last weekend june 8th and 9th we were in brindavan and i had the opportunity to study in brindavan so being a brindavan alumnus it was even more greater joy apart from being a part of radio side to be there cover the event and also bask in the bliss that is brindavan if you've been following this series outside inside deep inside we've been having the program learning with love in brindavan and this series for the last 25 episodes or more has been focusing on sharing with you this bliss that is brindavan sharing with you how bhagwan created brindavan how bhagwan christened brindavan how bhagwan created and recreated lives in brindavan and it was a heartwarming experience to see close to 1000 students former students of bhagwan's university gathering the sairamesh hall was full with the students and their families and everyone felt my god it almost feels like swami's come back that was the level of ecstasy that everyone experienced being in bandavan it was a packed two day schedule so much one went through in those 24 48 hours that you find it difficult to believe that you know we really experienced all this i had the chance to converse with a few students just to capture how it was for them to come back to this home to come back to their divine mother sai in trai and what i will be doing today is to play for you these little little clips that i have gathered these little little emotions that have erupted from the heart of so many alumni who had the opportunity to be in Pandavan the program of course was a grand one you had the vice president of india coming so it acquired a completely new level of uh, preparedness and a new level of celebration but apart from the dignitary being there just the warmth of the event was really something very touching so let's begin with the experience of brother vinayak brother vinayak runs the abhyasa international school in delhi so someone who after graduating from bhagwan's university has started a school which is doing very well it is a school which is a pioneering institution in hyderabad people long to get admission for their children in the school how was it for vinayak to be in bandavan on june 8th and 9th sairam brother how does it feel being in bandavan for this landmark event sairam it feels awesome especially 
you know this place it's like swami always used to say if puttaparthi is mathura vrindavan is versus vrindavan so it's so wonderful to be in this vrindavan where swami shared so many close and wonderful he was here only for the students and when he went to parthi it was very very different so i think this is the first time we the alumni are seeing so many so many alumni and which normally in parthi they are all lost you know in the crowd in the devotees but here we see only alumni only alumni and so many of them it really feels wonderful it's like you know not just the golden jubilee it also feels like the golden age has already dawned we have never seen a gathering of so many alumni any before. one moment with swami that just coming back to you i know there will be many but one yeah. if you can just share yeah i really look back but i mean looking not just swami as a divine aspect but as a mother the way he took care of the needs of each and every child like one day i just wrote to swami i didn't even have the guts to get up and ask him in front of everybody i felt a little shy i said swami i love dancing i want to learn dance trust me next day he called the warden and uh, he appointed a dance teacher exclusively for me and uh, now where was the time for uh, doing the dance swami himself decided the time that during the morning assembly time i could come a little early even miss assembly and almost 2 3 months i learned up to larangetram and this way i think the mother cares for each and every child and that's the most beautiful i can also uh, remember one incident it happened during the 60th birthday time i was in the vedam group and we were supposed to be there at the bhajan hall by 7 am in the morning and sharp 6:45 swami comes out and i was the last person to enter the hall i had to rush because of lack of bathroom 60th birthday and uh, first thing swami comes like a mother again he asks andaru tiffin chese vachar kada tiffin is always the word swami used to use and the tiffin chese vachar kada everybody nodded their head i was sitting in the last row of 60 vedic students they no chele kada is oh wow and you have not if, done if i say yes had. yeah you have not had your breakfast now if i say yes i have not had i am going to disrupt his uh, whatever arrangements he's got and they're going to wait for, i don't want to say a lie i don't want to say yes i want to say no and right from his kitchen already five six huge vessels of upma was ready and he fed everybody and then only the procession started so that way i think each one of us here has so many memories and that's why when swami says love of thousand mothers for every student he is a separate entity is a different mother for everybody yes. and all those moments when you are really fed with his love come yes. back yes yes yes, yes. <laughs> wonderful thank you so much thank you thank you so that was brother vinayak who is now in hyderabad running an educational institution of international repute Let's move on to another brother Arun Dhareshwar he was from the first batch of uh, MBA students he did his graduation in Vrindavan he also had the opportunity to teach in Bhagwan's institution for a while so this is what he shared Saram brother you are someone who had the chance to be in Vrindavan for 5 years and then later on came to Parthi to study and also teach so how does it feel coming back to the campus 
today is actually the golden jubilee celebrations of Brindavan. For me and for all of us, it is actually the celebration of the golden era of our life. Wow. Because this was the golden era, the youth time of our life where Swami laid the foundation for what we are today. As you interact with a lot of people, you will actually see that, you know, people have made it big. All that is because how Swami has brought us up from, you know, and made us what we are today. So I am really thankful to Swami for giving us the opportunity to be in Brindavan. It is Swami who brought us to Brindavan. And today also it is Swami who's brought us back. Oh, wonderful. So you said, you know, whatever you are today is because of what this place bestowed you with. So if you can recall any moment, you know, that you really cherish from your times of being with Bhagwan in Brindavan. All of us believe that, you know, everything that happens in our life is dictated by Swami and everything happens according to His will. In my case, for example, when I was in the 12th standard, I was actually confused whether I should take up engineering, medical, I was a science student. And in fact, my uncle who doted on me, he sent me an IIT application form. But I don't know why, I just tore it off and threw it and I didn't even inform him. Those days there was no email or anything, he just queried it. And I told him, don't worry, I have applied. And after that, when I went to Swami, Swami said, you take up BSc. And then after my BSc, again, I said, Swami, what should I do? Swami said, you join MBA. So every step of my life, even to this day, is actually happening according to Swami's will. And it is, that's how life is. One lesson that Swami taught you? To be humble. And that is helping me a lot in my personal and professional life, where I think ego is actually the biggest issue for all our problems in life, whether it is personal, professional. Swami has taught us to be devoted to Him and be humble. When you leave from here, what is it that you think you will carry back to your place? We are actually reliving the memories. Every time like we are going around the classroom, then we'll go to Trai Brindavan, we'll go to a hostel. We'll see, we are actually reliving those moments, those five years in Brindavan that we were here. And uh, we'll take those memories back and actually get recharged, rejuvenated and refreshed. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. So recharged, rejuvenated and refreshed, that is what it was doing to the alumni. In fact, there was a really refreshing music program also in the evening of 8th by the alumni in the Sairamesh Hall. And it was one hour of absolute musical bliss. Let me give you a glimpse. So that was the end of one of the musical 
pieces that was played in the evening of 8th June as part of the Vrindavan Golden Jubilee celebration. So let's go on and listen to some more students. I'm going to play for you now Prabhakar Dhanpal, another old student from the 80s and the 70s. This brother was in Vrindavan during that time when only the Vrindavan College existed. What are the memories that came back to him? Saram brother, how does it feel being here? What are the memories that are surfacing in your mind now as you see so many boys and you walk in the beautiful environment of this campus? Sairam, the very fact that uh, we were here in 1981 to 86, those days, almost about 38 years now, coming back and trying to relive the old uh, golden era that we lived in. And we really feel that we are young again going to the departments where we studied, going to the various places where we used to play all, all around. When I was going across this place and hostel and uh, Thrai Brindavan, I was reminded of my Gokulam days. Uh, when I was in uh, second year and final year, Swami gave me the opportunity of milking cows. When Thrai Brindavan came up, the actual Gokulam was dismantled and only four cows were here for Swami. And I got the good opportunity of uh, milking the cows. One. Second, I got the good opportunity of milking the cows and taking the milk when Swami used to be around here. Yeah. Taking the milk, a can of milk for Swami. Really nice. Apart from that, I was trying to recollect those days when I used to work in bakery. I still remember I never left a single opportunity when I got to be with Swami with some gift, some kind of a bakery item for Swami. It could be a, a big cake, could be a big puff. I remember making a big puff. Took around six to seven hours to bake the puff. Those days I remember, recollect. And it's really nice to live those memories again. It's really nice to be here again. When you think about your life and the time you have spent here, how do you think your life has turned out to be? If this experience would not have happened in your life, how would your life would have been and how it is now? Very nice. Actually, I really am not in a position to imagine what I would have been if I wouldn't have come here. Those days in 1981, our family was very small, very simple, very down-to-earth kind of thing. We were trying to meet our ends meet those days. But after coming here, the lesson that we learned, the encouragement that we got from Swami, to be self-confident and also to be simple. These two things I really remember very, very well. I'm trying to implement those things in my life. And we are really happy. And we feel that Swami is guiding us in all the activities that I am into. I'm a small entrepreneur now. And he's really Swami is there with us every day, every walk of my life. Wonderful. Sai Thank you. Sai Thank you. Sai so that was Brother Prabhakar, who is now an entrepreneur. And he remembers every moment as you walk in the gardens of Brindavan, as you walk into the classrooms of Brindavan, as you walk inside the door of Trai Brindavan and the beautiful compound of Trai Brindavan, so many beautiful memories come back. And all of these memories recharge you, reconnect you, they make you reflect and rejuvenate you. Let's listen to another brother, again, someone for whom the Brindavan moment is one of life's precious moment. Saram brother Neil Bordalai, it's great to see you and so many brothers who have passed out of the portals of the Brindavan campus. How does it feel being here for this landmark occasion? Yeah, sometimes you know, there are so many things you want to say or you want to feel and you cannot express them. So this is just one such occasion. Coming here to Brindavan, the place where we you know first knew Swami, where Swami made himself known to us. This place has got such emotions, such feelings, such experiences which probably you know will last us our whole lifetime and which will influence us in everything that we do. First of all, 
coming here and the collective love which all the brothers are having for Swami coming out together in our auditorium. That is something, you know, which was making your hair stand on the end. Mm-hmm. That was that type of feeling. Because when we were here in the 70s, at that time, Tarebindavan was very different. So we used to have many windows. Swami used to have three rooms. There used to be windows in them. And then from there, when he would go to the dining hall, there used to be another window and there used to be a backstairs. So at that time, boys would be standing outside uh, below, uh, looking up at the windows whenever Swami would cross and if they were lucky, Swami would just part the curtain and give a look. It was like playing hide and seek. He would Suddenly one curtain would be open and then the boys would know that he's going to open the third curtain, they would rush there. And then the special attraction was the staircase behind, which was, you know, just going to the dining hall. Because that would suddenly be open and Swami would stand and the boys would be waiting down there. And if you're lucky, one laddu would be thrown. <laughs> you know, those type of experiences. And Swami would often say that you all are, you know, getting all this but one time there may come a time when you know you can just see me like a speck so make use of these moments mm-hmm. uh, when you get them so all those words has become so poignant uh, today when i come and uh, no words to express particular once what happened was uh, all the boys had gone for breakfast i think that time i just remained i said i don't want to have breakfast i was just sitting there below one one of those windows and uh, for some reason i was just singing one bhajan there with my eyes closed I sang for almost I think 2-3 minutes and then when I opened my eyes, I saw Swami had parted the curtain and he was just staring at me. There was nobody else there and the look which he was giving me, that will remain with me. It was that look a mother, the tender, nurturing, loving look which a mother would give her son. It was that type of look and that will always remain with me and whenever I'm down, I just remember that look which Swami was giving from that window. As you come here, you cannot mm. help but recall those moments, isn't it? Yeah, those moments come because when we are outside, we are getting into so much of doing our own activity that some of these things get buried under layers of what you call dirt or mud or whatever. And coming here and experiencing all this, you know, helps all that mud to just get removed and again to evoke all the sentiments which we have for Swami and this place. Beautiful. Do you remember the song mm. that you were singing, the bhajan that you were singing? Would you like to sing one or two lines? No, I don't remember that. Or any bhajan that you love, any any song that you would like to express your love to Swami. Anything if you would like to sing. Ram naam ratte raho jab lag ghate tabhi to dine dayalite jhalak padegi मेरा जीवन तेरे हवाले प्रभु इसे पग पग तू ही संभाले सारा ब्यूटीफुल थैंक यू सो मच सो दैट वाज ब्रदर नील बोर्डोलाई मेरा जीवन तेरे हवाले प्रभु पग पग तू ही संभाले माय लाइफ इज इन योर हैंड्स प्लीज टेक केयर ऑफ इट एवरी स्टेप ऑफ द वे so many beautiful emotions were expressed and in the music session that happened on the 8th evening what was special is that you had brothers who have had the opportunity to sing in front of bhagwan ramakatha and sai katha render it once again it was going back to those olden golden days when bhagwan loved listening to the story of rama and to the story of satya sai sai katha and the session had the legendary singers 
from the 80s to the singers of the 90s and 2000s a range of voices and all those beautiful songs that Swami loved to hear when he was in the physical form let me give you a glimpse of the sai katha vinudu vinudu satya sai divya katha vinudu vinudu satya sai divya katha gonudu gonudu nitya maina jeeva sudha
So this was the piece from Sai Katha where Bhagwan declares, "I am Sai Baba." of Bharadwaja Gotra Apastamba Sutra October 20th 1940 So like this all these beautiful songs that have been narrated sung in the presence of Bhagwan were relived during this golden jubilee celebrations of the Vrindavan campus and you had batches of students in some classes you find almost the entire class which had come and one such batch was the batch of 1997 who graduated from Vrindavan in, in 1997 you had a huge number of students from this batch and i had the chance to connect with this entire batch as a group let me share with you some snippets of the conversation that i had with this batch of 1997 because you all the time saw them going in such a big group and there was so much of exhilaration in them and so much of jubilation that they are together with swami once again in trai brother vijay suma if you can just talk about how it was being in vrindavan these two days because you know you see the brothers in some ways reliving their days because you know you see brothers coming for superbhadam you see brothers going into the rooms in the hostel they're going to the games how was it trying to live that life going back in time yeah this was uh, very amazing because uh, it kind of uh, brought back memories of uh, our life in brindavan from 25 years ago beat superbhadam and uh, right after superbhadam our favorite uh, ragi drink i think uh, we got to experience that and then uh, I think some of the brothers in our batch actually started a fitness initiative because all of us are kind of hitting our 40s and we want to be fit. So we kind of went yesterday and uh, kind of did the jog and you know I think uh, mundu cricket and tennis shuttle we played uh, you know kind of reconnected that. And then I think uh, the auditorium function yesterday reminded us of a summer course where it was a similar setting with you know we sitting there for the first and then you know a lot of lectures there. and then after that the most memorable part was when we went around all departments went to the commerce department met with uh, tukaram sir went to math department with subramaniam sir went to uh, physics department with jain sir and then uh, you know uh, sahani sir with uh, you know almost he took a awareness class so we almost had a mini parayanam and a mini awareness class yesterday so it was uh, very wholesome and uh, very holistic from that point of view and in the evening i think you know we got to get into go to our favorite place in the entire campus tri brindavan swami's jhula you know we could uh, reconnect back with those memories when all of our tri sessions went around tri and then uh, again the other favorite part swami's as mother feeding us right our uh, brindavan teachers made sure that all our favorite combinations be it uh, bread and chole or pongal and goju or you know semya upma all our favorite uh, because we grew up as uh, when we left our mothers and came here right food became so important it's in our dna right so in that sense all those memories you know came out gushing and in the night we also joined for hanuman chalisa wow. so that was kind of a great ending to our day here so i thank the brindavan teachers to having organized this awesome event and it gave us an opportunity to come together 
and we came out of whatsapp into this live group and i think i met some of my friends after 25 years wow uh, it was great thank you for the opportunity fantastic it almost so much has happened that you know probably what you missed in 20 25 years you're experiencing it in just two days it's so overwhelming isn't it yep it almost seems like uh, you know did we really do all this in one day yeah yeah isn't it it was all uh, the full integration of body mind and stomach and spirit all in one day fantastic fantastic brother pavan yeah i know there is so much joy there is so much of excitement so much of jubilation whom coming such a beautiful feeling but at the same time you know even as you rejoice these moments you always think humko kuch karna hai we got to do something does it also give that feeling yeah definitely see the such a large group you can see bva 97 we are so blessed i should say i'll you know quickly say two incidents which comes to my mind right from the school batch you know 92 94 where we had a party batch and few all the party batch students have joined bcom and bsc and we are the full 12th class batch swami was blessed so much gave us so much shower and love to us you know it was so amazing that we got so many chances in right from 12th standard and swami said i will see all of you in vrindavan all of you in party and trust me all the people have joined i think 99% of the students 12th class has joined back to bcom and bsc and all of us have got first year as you know balram was mentioning 6 months to 8 months swami was directly in vrindavan for us and all the chances we got fantastic chances because that's why it's a blessed batch and why we stay connected because not only getting the chances we have to be giving back to the society in a service form also i'm sure many of my batches if you see the count of number of old students are working in hospitals in rundavan hospital is so many we have shivudu we have ragi i call it you know raguram we have many people batch from our batch are currently working in hospitals and faculty members you know mr gauri shankar vijay sai subramaniam sam who is currently the warden or mudnali so that means swami has interested given the shower and love to our batch not for a small reason but he wanted to take up higher responsibility to contribute to the education institutions as well as hospitals and wherever we are so it's a huge responsibility given to our batch i think that's the we are blessed batch i should say and not only in directly working to institutions but right after the you know mba students pass out from our batch i think vinit is taken a catalyst program he is running the catalyst program for past 10 years who are coming out of mba and trying to before the how to prepare for interview corporate interview so many of the batch students are preparing themselves how the new students are coming out of should face the interviews and get the you know jobs accordingly so it's a very good service which is being done by you know our batch students but already swami has given so many opportunities and this is another event when the whole momentum to go out and give your life for bhagwan exactly. which is a new degree right this is a new beginning see i come from singapore and we have taken a lot of initiatives in singapore from the old students and we had praveen joining me in the singapore also and we have unni from many other students who have joined in singapore we had a samarpan initiative which you have given as a beautiful talk over there so we have taken up as a not only at the national level also international level also how do we connect ourselves and ensure that any one good thought if it gets we share it across the group and all the group contributes with okay let's do it for that so in that way we all have we been very connected you know on the social media on the whatsapp and facebook and yahoo mail and then we are trying to give a little bit of love and dedication to swami in our normal services 
So this is what we are doing I mean, the BBN 97. These three words reflect, reconnect, and recollect summarizes yes. what this event is all about. Yeah. Brother Vinit, you are someone who not only came here to be a participant in this event, but also worked behind the scenes in organizing. So how was it putting this whole event together? Because it's really phenomenal. You have more than I guess 2,000-2,500 alumni, the whole hall was full. Everyone is saying that it's like Swami is here. I mean that kind of vibrations, the whole hall is pulsating with. So how was it putting this whole event together? When did the planning start? What are the challenges? Where did you see Bhagwan's hand? And how does it feel now, now that the event has almost reached its culmination? First of all, you know, from a batch perspective, the feelings are so deep and the happiness is so huge. So it's, it's amazing. And you know, I reflect back around eight to nine months back when the Brindavan teachers called a small group of alumni to start planning for it. One thing which we asked as alumni was, you know, what help can we do? And when we thought of help, we were having things in mind that maybe they'll need resources, they will need logistics, they'll need funding. But we were surprised by the answer. Their answer was that our only aim is that every student comes and has a unique experience and we don't need any of the help you are thinking. All the help we need is that we are ready to take a list of students and from today onwards start calling them, start talking to them, start you know almost connecting with them in a way that they will feel like coming. So why this meet is very unique in my eyes and I know that alumni meet in many places in many locations uh, and everything is great. But why this is very unique is the feeling with which the teachers of Brindavan reached out and I think it is all Swami's will but they wrote text messages, they recorded videos, they sent small sound bites, they would sit after night prayer and take their list and start calling numbers and say that uh, brother are you this, I was your teacher and we are going to do this meeting, would you come? And I saw that they went to the level of detail which is unimaginable. So I was in a meeting and where uh, Jane sir was talking about that we will vacate all the students of the hostel and you can take your family and your children and you can go to the cupboard under which you slept and you can tell your family that this is where I lived and probably drop a posted note to the student who is sitting here and imagine what will go in that brother's mind because he is getting all these posted notes from people who stayed under that same cupboard 25 years back, 30 years back. So that whole connection which is driven with a sense of just a sense of love and happiness just raises the energy levels. I mean it's unfathomable. I think the numbers are there but the energy which has been going on in this campus for the last two days is unfathomable. So I witnessed that whole preparedness and I realized that you know resources, logistics, transportation, money and funding has nothing is not compared anywhere when it comes to a true connect with love and that's what we are seeing. In fact, yes. that's what Swami always said, right? Yeah. Anytime you ask Swami, Swami, what can we do for you? He said, I don't want anything. Swami never said that I want this from you. Yeah. Every time he yeah. said, you just come, take my love, share my love. Yeah. And I think that is what this whole yeah. event is. And you know, so many yes. alumni for the last two days is like, what can we do? What can we do? And all the Brindavan teachers, they're so poised. They're so calm. And all they're saying is that you don't have to do anything, just experience this love. And I think it's going to be a memory which would be embedded in our psyche for the rest of our lives. Undoubtedly, it is, it is great. Thank Fantastic. you so much. Fantastic. It is a memory. It is going to be embedded in the psyche of our lives 
for the rest of our existence i mean that is what brother vinith said that is how deep how touching this event in brindavan was the golden jubilee everyone went back with golden moments to cherish let me share with you a conversation that i had with brother gandikota sanjay he comes from a very illustrious family from the family of gandikota subramanyam shastri and gandikota subarao i had the chance to talk to him after the event was over calmly in the studios and he went down the memory lane and brought back very precious priceless moments with bhagwan in bandavan saram brother gandikota sanjay and welcome to the studios of radio sai and to this series on bandavan learning with love in bandavan it's really heartening to see someone like you traveling all the way from the us for the golden jubilee celebrations you had close to 1000 students participate in this event so how was it being in bandavan these two days you come from a family which has experienced so much of bhagwan's love come from a family which was instrumental in gifting the world the sai gayatri there are any number of occasions when students of bandavan had the chance to listen to your father talk about bhagwan his miracles his leelas in the direct physical presence of bhagwan i'm sure a lot of those memories would have surfaced as you sat there in vrindavan so how was that experience first of all i'd uh, like to offer my most humble pranams at bhagwan's lotus feet very grateful to bhagwan for so many different things for everything in general and uh, there's not a day that doesn't go by where i consider it my greatest good fortune that bhagwan has brought me into his fold brought our family into his fold and brought the whole world into his fold so it's really when i landed in brindavan when i came there and witnessed the grand celebrations there it was really a homecoming mm-hmm. wondrous meticulous preparation by all the staff you know it started out with very loving emails and even a video invitation very well thought out very welcoming and when i thought of that it was exactly as i envisioned that bhagavan's motherly love would be and the, the day i landed it just struck me that i'm finally home adding to those meticulous preparations just the the love that everyone showered you know the staff and the students and and all of that you know reminded me of all the wonderful times we spent with bhagwan in vrindavan yeah so what are those beautiful moments that you were taken back in time to you know the one thing that i always remember and again uh, this is uh, i'm actually going back to the year 1977 mm-hmm. and this was the time that uh, my grandfather gandikota subramanya shastri you know came to brindavan uh, he was brought by my father sri g v subara and my mother uh, lakshmi devi this experience for me at the time in 1977 i was a 10 year old boy but it's an experience that forever lives in my heart because it created tremendous impact mm-hmm. for me just looking just experiencing that with bhagwan you know i 
as you had mentioned, I had grown up, you know, in a family that was uh, devoted to Bhagawan. I had the good fortune of Bhagawan bringing my grandparents and parents there. And so, but as a child, you know, one often takes all of these experiences for granted. Just, uh, it doesn't really sink in. So my first visit to uh, Bhagawan was in 1969 when I was two years old to Prashantanilayam. And since then, I had been coming every year or two, either Prashantanilayam or Brindavan. So 1969 was your first visit. That's correct. So that's the golden jubilee <laughs> of your <laughs> seeing Swami, isn't it? It coincides with the college. <laughs> it's quite a landmark moment for you, actually. Oh, but <laughs> <laughs> to be in Vrindavan. <laughs> your journey to Swami is uh, in sync with the journey of the Vrindavan College. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please go on. So, um, you know, every year or two we would come to either Vrindavan or Puttaparthi. But uh, in 1977, that was the year that Bhagwan, in all his glory had revealed the Sai Gayatri to my grandfather, Sri Gandhikota Subramanya Shastri. And I remember it was on um, Christmas Day, mm. 1977. Bhagwan very graciously welcomed my grandfather in the morning and had held his hand and had asked him to speak a few things. And... Uh, you know, when we were children, we would often see the dialogue between my grandfather and my father and Swami. And uh, a lot of it was, they were all very highly spiritual topics, very fairly esoteric, complicated. And a lot of it was in high level Telugu and in Sanskrit. Mm-hmm. So we were just, as children, we were, our family, our, my brothers, uh, we were all just happy to be there witnessing these wonderful interactions between Bhagwan and my grandfather and father. It was during this time that Bhagawan had asked my grandfather to come up and speak, and my grandfather was speaking. In the middle of the speech, my grandfather's eyes suddenly became wide, and he looked at Bhagawan, at Swami, and Swami very lovingly looked at him and said, Ah, Subhranishastri Chippu, and that was the time of the revelation of the Sai Gayatri. And this was later narrated to us by our grandfather and our father. He said at that time that it came as a flash of inspiration into his mind at that time. And it spontaneously he repeated it out. And that's where the Sai Gayatri had been revealed and originated to the world. And it was a wondrous experience. And I remember later that Bhagwan, in, in his uh, graciousness, had called us. And he had later said that for every mantra, the receptacle, you know, have, be able to be able to receive the mantra itself. It is something where the receptacle, i.e. my grandfather, it must be someone who is well-versed in, of course, the grammar, the mantra itself, but also be a pure and holy receptacle for the Lord to actually bestow that mantra and be able to receive it. So the qualifications are quite immeasurable. And Bhagawan had said to my grandfather, you fit those characteristics and that is why I had revealed it to you. And Bhagawan had said, you will be the rishi 
for this mantra going forward. And my grandfather was extremely happy. And uh, he said, Bhagawan, there's nothing more in this life that I need than this benediction of yours. And so it was a wondrous event. That event really struck me because it was the first time I was only 10 years old. I used to come for darshan before that uh, other years. But I, you know, I would run around and play and go to darshan and come back. But that was a very powerful moment. And I could feel the power emanating from Bhagawan and that whole instance. So it was a wondrous experience. Wow. Well, uh, you have the Gayatri Mantra, which was revealed to the world through Vishwamitra. Correct. And Vishwamitra, Swami says, is a friend to the whole world. That's why he's Vishwamitra. So in a way, when Bhagawan granted this Sai Gayatri uh, to the world through your father, your grandfather also becomes a friend to the entire world. Sai Shraya Vidmahi Satya Devaya Dimahi Tanusarva Prachodayat. Every center, every Sai devotee chants this mantra to connect with Bhagwan. And in fact, the other day, just during this Pundavan uh, uh, Golden Jubilee celebrations, I was talking to a student, an alumnus, and he came up to me and said, You know, I have seen a lot of these videos that you all have done on the Gayatri Mantra, which we have done as a series. He said, you know, many times when I chant the Gayatri Mantra, suddenly Sai Gayatri comes on its own. I said, great, then chant Sai Gayatri if that's what Swami wants you to do it. So, this is definitely such a precious boon for entire humanity and Swami granted that opportunity to your family. Beautiful. So, what were some of those uh, moments that you remember of uh, the precious times that um, your grandfather and father had with Swami. I know there are any number of moments, but anything more you can share from the Brindavan days? Yes, there are a couple more again there from my childhood. And these were the times of the old bungalow. It was a beautiful, the whole, um, the aesthetic of the ashram was just, uh, you know, very impactful. And, you know, even as a child, you know, as children, my brothers and I would constantly revel in that that wondrous atmosphere. It was actually, um, you know, another experience uh, in Brindavan was, it was right after this particular revelation that, uh, you know, very, uh, a wondrous miracle occurred in our family in terms of uh, my one of my brothers being cured mm-hmm. of a very serious disease. Mm-hmm. And again, this happened in Brindavan. Mm-hmm. My brother was suffering from very severe stomach issues. It was a perforated ileum. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, all of us were born and brought up in New York City. And my brother, uh, his name was Manohar, he had this uh, this condition and he lost a tremendous amount of weight. He lost, uh, you know, roughly 50, 60 pounds. He was became very stick thin and uh, went to all the specialists, doctors, hospitals, and they all said this condition, unfortunately, is not curable. You know, the specific medical jargon and terminology, unfortunately, I'm not able to recall. But they basically said this is uh, a life-threatening disease, and uh, we really can't do much. And they, you know, to keep it brief, I'll say that they pretty much threw up their arms and said, uh, you oh, know, this, is, this oh, cannot be cured. And, you know, even if he had a little bit of food, 
he would immediately have to be rushed to that is solid food he would have mm. to be rushed to the hospital oh my god and he would get a very high fever and have all uh, you know myriad other issues so how old was he and he, so he was about um, call it 20 20 21 years old okay so until then he was fine until then he was perfectly fine okay and so he suffered from this for about a year and a half or so and i remember you know again i was roughly around 10 years old and he would constantly be taken to the hospital by my parents uh, my father and mother and uh, he would have to go back and it's very tough you know to not to be able to eat and mm-hmm. so he was pretty much given um, you know just uh, i would almost uh, describe it as baby food you know just ground up food and that was the only thing that kind of agreed with him and it was during this time that uh, my father you know he thought of when all else fails who else do we turn to except our loving mother sai and so he told the doctors uh, i'm planning on taking my son to india and um, they looked at my father and said sir you've got to be kidding this he's in a very serious situation we cannot guarantee his health there it's a mistake you're doing please don't do it and but having said that my father and mother felt the call and it was bhagwan who was prompting that to bring him to india and i think that's how my father and mother described it and so my father and mother packed crates of baby food and other you know sundry items for him they were shipped to india and um, my father as soon as we landed in vrindavan you know bhagwan had saw that my grandfather had always said and my father said is you know with bhagwan even asking is not really required because bhagwan knows everything his love is like that of a million mothers the moment he saw he came right up and um he had called for an interview and in that gracious moment he waved his hand and materialized some vipudi put some in my brother's mouth put some on his stomach and my brother later revealed that when that was happening he was actually having a vision of swami at the same time as uh, shiva as mahadeva and it was a wondrous vision and bhagwan was bestowing this cure on him and right after that swami said okay now you're 100% cured go and eat everything wow and so after that bhagwan invited the whole family to eat in the hostel in the brindavan hostel mm-hmm. and we had gone there and it was actually it was a christmas meal mm-hmm. and at that time bhagwan was personally serving and that is it always strikes me that bhagwan's life is his message any number of people can actually you know bhagwan can tell so many people to go and serve this go and serve that but bhagwan personally was serving food and laddus he was bending taking laddu putting it in people's plates and he was going round and round and serving and it was really you know it filled us with tears to see look at the love bhagwan is the lord of the entire universe but he takes care of everyone like a mother and so like a million mothers and so he passed by my father and my brother and he saw that uh, there are many delicious items on the plate and bhagwan said mm, eat you know and he said it in telugu i'm translating in english and uh, my father looked at my brother and said kind of hesitatingly you know just take it easy don't this is all very spicy food mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and uh, Bhagawan noted that mm-hmm. and said, he is 100% cured, don't worry, go ahead and eat. Now, because my brother was eating baby food for about a year and a half or so, when he saw all that food, he attacked it with gusto. <laughs> Once he got uh, Bhagawan's okay to do yes. that, mm-hmm. and so he ate everything. Mm-hmm. And normally, if he ate even one small thing, mm-hmm. leaving aside all spicy food, mm-hmm. he would be immediately have to go to the hospital. But he was able to eat all of the food. He finished the entire plate. Wow. It was all very spicy food. And um, he relished it a lot. And uh, from that day forward, absolutely no problems. Wow. And Bhagawan said, don't worry. In fact, not only have I cured you, next time you come to India, you'll come, you'll be married, and you'll <laughs> come. So it was a wondrous, wondrous event. And mm-hmm. my father and mother later took my brother to the doctor, and the doctors were in awe. They said, listen, this was back in New York, and they mm-hmm. said, we've never seen a case like this. To have this disease reversed in this fashion is mm-hmm. probably a medical first. And so they wrote it off as an anomaly, but... We all know, my father knew, my mother knew, all of us knew what exactly happened there. So wow. we're eternally grateful to Bhagawan for that. Wow. Well, science cannot explain what his grace can do. <laughs> so even now he's fine. He is 100% fine. Wow. <laughs> Fantastic. I mean, with Bhagawan, every moment is uh, a life-altering moment, but there are certain moments which he makes it so obvious when we can actually feel what is happening. But I think every time you are there, he constantly is doing something within us. Constantly is purifying us. And But there are these moments which can never ever forget and you are eternally grateful to him. Any other such uh, moments that you recall? Because I know you are five brothers and so many decades of proximity with Swami. Yes, another event. And again, this happened in Brindavan as well. It was around the same time as well. So, two of my brother Ravi Shankar and I studied, had the great good fortune of studying in Bhagwan's institutions. And, uh, and uh, it was, again, during the early formative stages of the temple in Queens, New York, where my father was a member of the founding member and board of trustees of a temple that was coming up. And anyone who goes to New York, they'll automatically recognize the temple and where it is. And just a little backstory about it and how Swami was um, so kind. When my father was here in New York, and this was during the late 60s and early 70s, a number of uh, families got together and said, you know, we should start a temple. You know, there is no formalized temple here. It should be started and have all of the architecture of, uh, of temples as they are in India. And so it was a uh, large task. So once it was decided to actually go forward with it, the issue became, you know, so if it's going to be a temple, who should the presiding deity be? And that's where, you know, as my father described it to us, things fell apart. Someone said, it must be Lord Venkateshwara. Someone said, no, no, it should be a Shiva temple. Others said, it should be, no, it should be Durga. Others said something else. And so what started as a very good idea, very quickly became a source of, I guess, uh, you know, differences of opinion between various, and it could not be resolved. Among all the Indians there. Yes, that's correct. 
And so my father, again, my grandfather, father, you know, they were always, um, I guess, gentlemen of, they really didn't have a preference. You know, they kind of would always leave it to Swami and, and think about that. So my father didn't really, you know, submit an opinion in that concourse of different people saying that they want this or that. You know, he just was praying to Swami, Swami, I seek thy guidance. And so it was again on this same trip, and it was in Brindavan. My father was thinking about this problem. And I remember Bhagwan looked at my father and said, Subhara, I know what you're thinking about. You're thinking about the temple in New York. And so Bhagwan, in his kindness, waved his hand and materialized a beautiful idol of Lord Ganesha. And he said, here, this wow. is what it should be. And look at Bhagwan's solution. And it really, if I can use the vernacular, it really blew us all away. Mm -hmm. because it was an idol of Lord Ganesha. And the unique thing there is that whether you're a Vishnu devotee or a Shiva devotee or Durga, it doesn't matter. Everyone prays to Lord Ganesha first. And Bhagavan also said, use this as the deity for the temple. And what a beautiful solution Bhagavan provided. You know, it was one that, you know, cut across all lines and it was something that everyone would agree to. And so Bhagavan also said, I'm also giving this to you to remove all the other obstacles that you both, meaning my mother and father, are facing. And so it was a really, you know, beautiful experience. After this, my father very excitedly went back to New York and repeated what Swami had said. And everyone was shocked. And they had this moment of, again, in the vernacular, hey, why didn't we think of that? <laughs> but again, this was a divine solution mm -hmm. to a complicated problem. And look at Swami. You know, Swami always says, you can't always oblige, but you can speak obligingly. And look how this one act took care of all these problems. No one said a word and everyone agreed wholeheartedly. So now it was... In Queens, New York, it is actually the Ganesh Temple. Everyone knows when they go to New York, it is a Ganesh Temple in New York. And a lot of the board of trustees who were not familiar with Swami, they later had immense respect for Swami. It was a really uh, groundbreaking idea at that time, and it was um, the solution that Bhagavan provided. And all of you know these experiences happened in Brindavan, and that is why when I did come to Brindavan, it brought back so many different memories. Again, these experiences were from my early young age. And again, in student days, there were others. And then post-student days, there were others. So it was just, again, back to Brindavan, it was a homecoming because, again, it was one of these things where in our entire family, from you know my grandparents to parents, my brothers, my sisters-in-law, and all the grandchildren, it's we're all eternally grateful to Bhagavan for bringing us into his divine fold. Wonderful. As you said, you know, there are so many more moments that Bhagavan blessed you with during a student days and after that. And maybe we should preserve that for a different session. Thank you so much for sharing these three very powerful events, actually, right from Sai Gayatri to Ganesha to the cure. And 
just gives a glimpse of what bhagwan has done for the family and through the family what bhagwan has gifted if you see everything the sai gayatri came through the family for the entire world the ganesha temple came through the family for the entire world so whatever bhagwan does it is always for loka samasta sukino bhavantu even if he is touching us he is at the same time ensuring that so many more get benefited and whatever you have shared are beautiful testimonies of that thank you so much for taking your time thank you so much and uh, grateful to you for this opportunity and grateful to bhagwan always for everything saira saira so that was brother gandhi kota sanjay there are five brothers and all of them have been very immensely blessed that family has been a very very privileged fortunate family and we're going to listen to more from them in the days to come so those were his brindavan moments and like this i had many many conversations perhaps in the future episodes of outside inside deep inside i will share with you some more brindavan reflections some more golden moments of being in brindavan for the golden jubilee celebrations let me leave you with a clip of that beautiful song which was the finale of the brindavan golden jubilee celebrations thank you so much saram the
ప్రేమ స్వరూపులారా ఎంబోడిమెంట్స్ ఆఫ్ లవ్ శాంతిని లోపల ఉన్నది కానీ బయట లేదు పీస్ ఇస్ విత్ ఇన్ నాట్ అవుట్ సైడ్ అవుట్ సైడ్ నో పీస్ ఓన్లీ పీసెస్ సైరామ్ యు జస్ట్ హర్డ్ ఎన్ ఎపిసోడ్ ఆఫ్ అవర్ రేడియో ప్రోగ్రామ్ అవుట్ సైడ్ ఇన్ సైడ్ డీప్ ఇన్ సైడ్ This was a segment of Radio Sai's Thursday Live hosted by Bishu Prishti and today's episode was first broadcast on 13th June 2019 Dear listeners we hope you like this program please send us your feedback by either email or whatsapp our email id is listener@radiosai.org and our whatsapp number is 9393258258 Thank you and loving Sairam from Prashant Nilayam.